Greetings, this is Terry Whitfield for the Terry Whitfield Podcast Show. Back at you one more again with one more special. You know the show where I talk about things that people don't like to talk about. And things that they don't want you to know. Well, today I had... One of my first experiences on the Clubhouse app. (laughs) Yeah, it goes down on the Clubhouse app. But the truth of the matter is, it was a very interesting experience. And it allowed me to come back here and get back with you all with some good, 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 good content. Well, today... They were talking about the old discussion, does a woman's body count matter? And it was some interesting things going on in Clubhouse today because there was a lot of sites, a lot of rooms open on that subject. And I think something happened where one particular guy started a room this morning. And, you know, those rooms could get so unruly, you know what I'm saying, and, 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 and so, so dominated by dumbness, you know what I'm saying, and biasness, you know, that others would just leave that room and go start another room based off that subject, and others would go and crowd that room. So, you probably had maybe about seven to eight, I mean, it was popping off all at one time, rooms, dealing with this particular subject. And there was one guy on there who said that it does matter. And it was, but most of the people were saying that it doesn't matter. And there was some interesting dialogue, you know, taking place. But most of it was real biased because on, on Clubhouse, the intellectual people would just fall back. And let the dominating loudspeakers just talk, 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 talk. You know, the, the the there's people in Clubhouse that are very, very emotionally driven when they speak. You understand what I'm saying? More emotion than knowledge. You understand what I'm saying? And those are the people that dominate. You know, they talk real long, long periods of time, not saying nothing, but just spewing out their feelings, you know what I'm saying, that's why I say they're emotional, because there's a lot of, not a lot of facts, the guys who really dominate the floor mostly, usually are emotional beta male speakers, and hyper masculine type men, you understand, and uh, what I mean by hyper masculine is that they pushing forth the dominance that they really, really don't have, you know, they would rather just dominate the mic and impregnate people with their ideas, you understand, irregardless to what the facts is and what the research says. I have a question. If a female's body count does not matter, then why is it that a man who is not a female 
has to run to the defense in the aid of an issue that doesn't matter. To ask, does a woman body count matter? And your earnest is not a shaming tactic and it's not a shaming question unless uh, the person who the question is being asked to would be ashamed to respond. And you could tell she's ashamed to respond by her responses. Her response is coming from a place of shame. My question did not shame her. Her actions shamed her when she thought about it and reflected upon it. I think I told y'all that in my first video that I made about this. If I asked you what time is it, you're just going to give me an answer. And if you don't know, unfortunately for me, I won't get a good answer. I will get a, I don't know. I'm not going to get no emotional answer. I'm not going to get an answer that's coming from a place of shame and hurt and guilt. Mostly shame. What is it that you need to be shamed of? If it don't really matter. I'm just talking simple common sense and logic. And why does a man feel that you did something bad by asking that type of question? <laughs> that he feels that he needs to defend her vagina. Then nine times out of ten, he ain't even point five times other times he ain't even touching it or even smelling it. Like I said in the first video, to some people it matters, to some people it don't. At least that is how they perceive it. But in reality, if it matters, it matters. And if it don't, it don't. <laughs> what I'm saying is, if it don't matter, and I don't like the fact that it don't matter, it's still not gonna matter. <laughs> if it did matter, if her body count did matter, and I did not like that fact, then it's still going to matter whether I like it or not. <laughs> See, what is, is. <laughs> and that's the reality, man. This ain't no red fish, blue fish shit that I'm saying here. <laughs> this is some real fucking talk, dummies. <laughs> if, why is it that if I said it didn't matter to me, then somehow those words are female ingratiating? Huh? Powerfully female ingratiating. Why is that? If 
I said it did matter. Why is it that everybody matters what the hell I prefer in a woman of my choice? I could chose the sluttiest, whorish woman in the world if I want to. What do you care? Or I can chose the purest, less screwed woman I could find. What the hell do you care? Why? Because it really does matter. It matters to you. To the person who asked the question, it really doesn't matter to them because they know the answer. A real man can tell, not by her vagina, but by how this woman acts in and out of the bedroom. You can tell whether she's been with a lot of men. You'll never know that. You'll never know that specific answer or number. Hell, she probably don't know the specific answer or number. But if I chose, if body count did matter to me, which means that I chose to marry a woman with a low body count. And... And for me to set those standards high like that for myself, my standards, who are you to get mad and upset with me about what I chose in my woman for me? That is some simp behavior. It is very, very, very simple. <laughs> Simply put. <laughs> and it's sad, man. It, it, it's really sad. See, the first thing that these guys say, and I'm showing you what I mean by how this is female ingratiating. A guy say, oh, any man that asked the question to a woman about her body count, those are the same niggas who talking about uh, how females don't be submissive to them. And those be the same niggas that's not getting the P-U-S-S. You dig? <laughs> Ask me why. <laughs> you dig? And see, that is a female ingratiating statement. A female ass-kissing statement. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's almost like uh, you ask a question about the P and then he come up and cock block. You understand? Oh, no, it don't matter, baby. If it, if it matters to him, it don't matter to me. Here I go, ma. You can slept with all of us. Right now, it don't matter to me, baby. That's what that's saying. And that's not a masculine, manly behavior. Somebody on there says something about how masculinity is a construct, a male construct. Some even want to go far saying a European male construct. My goodness. Last time I checked, everything in the United States of America is a European male's construct. Even if a black man created it. There's about three black men that are responsible for the creation of the cellular phone. 
And I'm here to tell you, these black men are not getting none of the monies that are deserved to them. Because the venues that they went through to uh, get their inventions uh, mass produced and created was a white man's construct. (laughs) The English language, every book, every word you ever heard in America and understood was a white man's construct. So all of that is just another way of trying to sound deep as a goddamn thimble. (laughs) Deep as a spoon. (laughs) For real, man. It's just goofy shit. (laughs) I think I'm going to name this one Mad Because the Body Count Matters. (laughs) Mad at the Matters. (laughs) <laughs> Mad matters, body count. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm gonna call it. Mad matters, put body count in parentheses <laughs> with a mad face on it. <laughs> Why you getting mad, man? I ain't never mad at what a woman did with her coochie. I don't care about it. She could have slept with no people, she could have slept with 1,000 people. She's not sleeping with me, so I don't give a damn. And you shouldn't either. You shouldn't be protecting her coochie and wish and 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 and, and, and her sexual uh, 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 deviancy and whoredoms and her her sexual liberties and her sexual rights. That's the government's job, simp. Not yours. She ain't protecting your rights and who you slept with. And the reality of the issue is your body count do matter. Let her, let you tell her you used to be a homosexual, that you used to suck on penises and and get the kundalini treatment at the bottom, (laughs) at the bottom chakra, (laughs) penetration, (laughs) or tell her that. Tell her you was a homosexual when you was in prison, but tell her some goofy shit. Like, you, that was something you went through when you was in jail. You didn't have nobody take care of you. You you know, just tell her some goofy shit, you know. Try to come up with a real believable story. And tell her you was homosexual while you was in prison, but you no longer homosexual no more. Man, your body count do fucking matter. Let you sit up there and tell her about all the women that you had sex with. Okay? Your body count do matter. Okay? It matters. And it matters tremendously. She just likes to play dumb. You understand? You can look on YouTube and see all of the videos and manipulation tactics about the benefits of playing dumb and why women play dumb. They play dumb to attract men. They play dumb like it don't matter to attract a man. But let you get to talking about that shit and bring her up and force her up out of that dumbness and watch it matters. Let her let let you tell her you slept with somebody that was eight that you think that was HIV positive, okay? And watch and see what the fuck she tell you. She ain't gonna ask you about it. She know that there's venereal diseases out here, and nine times out of ten will let you hit it raw because they like old dirty bastard. Baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Yeah, I'm telling the secrets. I ain't telling no lies. 
And this is not coming from a place of hurt. If it is coming from a place of hurt, it is probably hurt because I know that I could never, ever, ever marry these type of women. It, 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 it would be coming from a place of hurt being under the realization that all of my women is, 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 is beneath my standards of wife material. You, you understand? But other than that, there's no pain involved in the game. <laughs> I just don't look forward to ever getting married and just enjoy my freedom and just give it to, uh, give it to whoever I want to give it to. And, 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 and that's the end of the story. So, when the brother said that masculinity was a male construct, okay, uh, European male constructed that. That was just the ironic statement. The irony in there was just so, so loud. Because it was just a deflection, because... A, 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 a feel good, sound good moment. <laughs> you know, sound smart. You know, and I was always taught, you know, that a smart man can act dumb. Can't no dumb man act smart. Anytime a man talk and a, a, a man of higher intelligence realize what a person, the level of speech where a person is at. We analyze whether that intelligence is high or low, whether it is beneath us, whether it is average with us, whether it rains and radiate with us, or whether it is above us. We know what knowledge is above us. We know whether what you're saying is above our intellect or beneath it. Basically, you have to throw everything out the goddamn window because it's a white man construct. Well, get rid of your house because these houses is 100 years old, 50 and 60 and 80 years old, 70 years old, and nine times out of 10, an African-American didn't build your house. Your, your, your car, get rid of your car. That is a white man's construct. That money in your pocket with that white man's face on it, that's a white man's construct. That is to show you how stupid and how ignorant and how dumb these people really, really are to defend something that doesn't matter. I mean, they will put themselves out in front of the world ignorantly over something that really doesn't matter. Isn't that ironic? Then another brother brought up the issue about being able to parabond, okay? And it was said that you know, uh, uh, it was stated that a woman, a one brother came up and said that there was a lot of research done and, you know, there is scientific journals and researches that have been done and recorded. There's documents, you know, there's research that has been, been, been done on, 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 on these issues. And one of the research Topics that they were talking about was the ability of a overly high promiscuous woman to parabond with a man. And he said something about he think the number was up there, upwards towards like 10. And the more she get back uh, past 10 men, 
the less likely she is to parabond even in a marriage. Which is the reason why she uh, breaks up with men and go from one man to the next and to the next and to the next. This lady, one lady said, oh, that's not true. That's not true at all. I know a lady that was a dancer and a prostitute that's got, they've been married, and she's a good wife. They've been married for a long time. This, that, this, that, this, and that. Oh, stupid. That marriage ain't over with. You don't know what's in store. You don't know what the future got in store for that marriage. You don't know whether that marriage is going to be one of the, what is it? What is it, 60, 70% of marriages filed in, in divorce? 65, 70% of, of 100% of marriages end up in divorce? How you know that her future is not gonna be in that 65? That anybody who says I do, there's a greater chance that your marriage is gonna fold than survive. And that is the statistics. And there's people that are married today that has been married two and three and four times. Which is every other time other than the one that they in is a failed marriage. What are you talking about? Then, uh, 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 so because you uh, because that marriage is pending, <laughs> you, me and you can't say yay or nay. You know, that is, a, that is a, a, a logical fallacy. You know what I'm saying? The whole argument that she's bringing forth is a, a freaking logical fallacy. It is, it is an argument from ignorance. In logic, it's called the argumentum at ignorantium. Well, your whole argument comes from a place of ignorance. Because that relationship is pending, you can't say whether it is good, bad, whether it ends, whether it's going to end in divorce, whether it's going to be a death do us apart. Because they are going to part. <laughs> and you don't know how that's going to happen. And being that she's a prostitute, uh, there was a former prostitute, it's a great chance that it's going to end in something else. Unless she's old and she's holding on to that, then got wise and learned to hold on to that man and for, for, for dear life. And if she's hot and beautiful and worth anything at all, nine times out of ten, she ain't going to do that. She knows her sexual market value out here. She knows the sexual market value that the European man had constructed upon her and that everybody up under him is going to be subservient to. This old European male construct garbage. Man, get that trash out of here. Your whole name, you, you niggas name is, is Michael Smith <laughs> and Eric Johnson. <laughs> your whole your whole makeup is a European male construct. Man, just stop the fucking ignorance. <laughs> you boys are silly and goofy, man. <laughs> then another lady, she came with the you can't beat them, then join them. Hey, Gillian dialectic on a nigga. <laughs> And I say that is in why 
<laughs> G-H-A, nigga. <laughs> yeah. She come with the Hegelian dialectic. You know, you can't beat them, join them tactic. Well, you know, yeah, there was research done on that. I read that, and it only increased by 3%. <laughs> Yes, it, it, it increased the ability for her to parabond. Yes, it yes it does increase, but it's not that high, 3%. So I get muted. I say, look, 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 look. 80% of all marriages filed in in a divorce. Wow. And, <laughs> no, that's 60, 60, I think it's 65% of marriages in, uh, 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 marriages uh, end in divorce. And of that 65%, uh, 80% of those divorces filed are filed by women. So you're looking at roughly about 50%. You're looking at about 50% of all the marriages filed basically were destroyed and ended by a woman leaving a man, breaking the bond, not being able to pair a bond, not being able to have two come together. These women like uh, these women like a uh, uh, polyandry. <laughs> you understand? They really, really, really like polyandry. They like many, 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 many fallacies. <laughs> they like options. They like to explore. This is called freedom, sexual liberty. I get the right to sleep with who I want to and it ain't none of your business when ever I want to. Whoever I want to. And it ain't none of your business. <laughs> the, the, the same old parroted ass song. <laughs> <laughs> now, out of that 80%, how we could determine, you know, out of that 80%, what none of them virgins that got married, almost little to none was virgins, because the ones that was virgins happened to be in that 15% of that 65%. Or that 20% that did not get a divorce. <laughs> How do I know that? I'm not no dummy. We do statistical research. All you got to do is pull up the statistics on the African-American females that has been molested and raped. Let's go ahead and read the stats right here. We're coming from the Maryland Coalition Against Sexual Assault, African-American Women and Sexual Assault, the fact sheets. 
African-American girls and women 12 years old and older experience higher rates of rape and sexual assault than white, Asian, and Latina women. And women from 2005 to 2010. This is from the United States DOJ Bureau of Supreme Statistics. Female victim of sexual violence. 1994 to 2010. Wow. You're talking about, about a damn near 30 year experiment to taking place right and it said that African American women they experience a higher rate of rape so I have to single this out from the white woman the Asian woman and the Latina woman in America and the European woman the white woman I'm talking about the African American It said 40 to 60% of black women report being subjected to coercive sexual contact by the age of 16. 40 to 60%? Wow, we don't even even play with the low number. Let's play with the high number. 60%. What is 60% of 80% of the women that have filed for divorce? (laughs) <laughs> huh? You looking at? You looking at maybe about out of that eighty percent? You looking at this here? You looking at sixty percent of that eighty percent of that of that eighty percent? You looking at a very very high number of women that have been. Molested, raped. Okay, who did not enter into marriage as virgins? Who had entered into marriages used and abused and mentally damaged and destroyed? Four in ten black women have been subjected to intimate partner violence in their lifetime. Oh, the the first reference was Black Women's Blueprint, the Truth Commission on Black Women and Sexual Violence, 2012. Again, back at the other one, 4 and 10, Black women have been subjected to intimate partner violence in their lifetimes. Natural Center for Injury Prevention and Control and the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the National Intimate Partners and Sexual Violence Survey, 2010 Summary Report, released in 2011. 40% of confirmed sex trafficking survivors in the United States are African American. Banks Duran Cycle Han and Tracy. Characteristics of suspected human trafficking incidents 2008 to 2010. The Bureau of Statistics, Justice Statistics 2011. 
the next point. Stereotypes regarding African-American women's sexuality, including terms like black Jezebel, promiscuous, and exotic, perpetuate the notion that African-American women are willing participants in their own victimization. I repeat, stereotypes regarding African-American women's sexuality, including terms like black Jezebel, promiscuous, and exotic, perpetuate the notion that African Americans, it perpetuates the notion, it perpetuates the notion that African American women are willing participants in their own victimization. However, these myths only serve to demean, obstruct appropriate legal remedies, and minimize the seriousness of sexual violence perpetuated against African-American women. This is published in the Women of Color Network, Communities of Color, African-American Women, 2014. Next point. A study found that college students perceived a black victim of sexual assault to be less believable and more responsible for her assault than a white victim. Donovan. To blame or not to blame. Influences of target race and observer sex and rape blame attribution. 2007. The next point, some African-American women, women's uh, decisions not to report their sexual assaults may be influenced by the criminal justice system's history of treating European-American perpetrators and victims differently than perpetrators and victims of color. Women's, this is in the Women's Institute for Leadership Development for Human Rights, The Treatment of Women of Color Under U.S. Law Violence, 2001. And in Maryland, next point, 2013, 30.1% of the population in Maryland is African American, compared to uh, 13.3% in the U.S. overall. Therefore, it is particularly important for sexual assault survivor services in Maryland to consider to be unique issues this uh, this community faces and how best to serve African-American survivors. The U.S. Census Bureau State of County Quick Facts, Maryland, 2013. A study of African American, a study of African American women in Maryland found that African American respondents were less likely than white women to access services such as those offered to rape crisis centers. As well as African American women in Maryland were less satisfied with the sexual assault hotline services than white women were. This is Weiss et. AL, comma, sexual assault in Maryland, the African American experience, 2007. So, 
all of this old stuff about you can marry a good girl and that uh, it is a, that is not true that the more uh, 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 men that a woman been with that it is less likely that she's, uh, 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 she is the pair of bond. She is lying to you. And the men, and the, <laughs> and the men that are fighting for her will kill you. They will kill you because they are simping for the vag. And it is simple, as simple as that. And for the same reason, why these guys is out here selling drugs and murdering and, and, and trying to get all this money so they can have all the choices of the badges that they could sip for. <laughs> they don't want to have a hundred wives and a hundred women and have a hundred children and build a hundred families and build a legacy for himself that will last a thousand years. You know, he don't want to do that. <laughs> But you know, I'm gonna make this short and simple and end this real quick. You know, at the end of the day, another man or another woman shouldn't give a damn about another individual's preference or another individual's standards of a woman. If, and that is just, that shows you right there who is on the wrong side of the fence. The person who says it matters, <laughs> it really doesn't matter to me. But the person who says it don't matter, he goes through all of the wicked energy over something that really don't matter. Arguing, getting disrespectful, uh, be, uh, uh, emasculating other men, or he ain't getting no pussy. <laughs> uh, uh, he can either only say that because obviously that that person uh, uh, ain't running through every whore that open his leg up to him and you is and probably why you got a thousand kids it's probably the reason why you got a whole bunch of fucking child support and there's a bunch of reasons why you got a whole bunch of women hating your ass. <laughs> really understanding that you ain't shit. <laughs> something that I already know because you came as a weak man. Fighting for something that ain't even fucking real because you said it don't matter. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say it is weak and gay as hell. It is better as fuck. <laughs> it, it's some simp shit. It's simp like a motherfucker. It, it's simp, okay? It's simping like a motherfucker, okay? It's weak. It's weak as a man for you as a man to be concerned or have any feelings or emotion about another man's preference in his woman. He could like a fat woman, it ain't your business. He could like an ugly woman, it ain't your business. He could like a woman that had a thousand fucking bodies. It ain't your business. He could like a woman that has no to low bodies. It ain't your fucking business. But you guys want to really, really get upset with the choices that other men make for themselves. You get more upset with a man who says that body count matters to him 
than you does with your own sons, cousins, and family members that are out here homosexual at a time in the day where homosexuality amongst black men has risen higher than it's ever been since the goddamn slave breeding farms. And that's a fact. It's a great chance, nigga, that your friends and your family is sissies and homosexuals. You'd rather get mad at a man who selective about the coochie he wants. Kind of fuck nigga is you? You mad? You mad because what I said automatically disqualified that chick right there who done fucked and sucked on a thousand niggas and she mad about it. She mad because she's in the presence of one man that's not fixing to ingratiate her. She's in the presence of one man to who look who 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 walks and talks like the Bible speaks. Don't get caught or taken by a woman's beauty. I can't get taken by a woman's beauty because I know inside of there, she's like a filthy uh, sepulcher. Inside her womb, inside her soul, inside her mind, it's like a filthy sepulcher. And I ain't impressed. (laughs) But there is women that I am impressed by. You see? And those are the women that I deal with. See, that's what a man does. Okay? A man goes by his preference. A man has his standards. How dare you get upset with another man over his preference of woman? Man, that's gay as hell. And y'all niggas could swear up and down how masculine and alpha and player y'all is. Man, y'all some weak ass, pussy ingratiating silks, nigga. Ass kissers. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, Terry Whitfield signing out for the Yasha Ben Israel Terry Whitfield podcast show. I told y'all, I be talking about the things that people don't want to talk about. Who don't want to talk about it? The, the very promiscuous woman who disqualified herself from men like me. <laughs> no, they don't want to hear it. <laughs> and every woman ain't no hoe. Don't you think, don't you, you think they is. I, I don't think every woman is a hoe and a slut. <laughs> I know they not. <laughs> uh, and who else is the other ones who don't want to talk about it? The the the, the white knight simps who running up protecting and, 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 and fighting for some shit that don't even matter. The dumbest shit I ever heard in my motherfucking life, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. And I talk about things they don't want you to know. Who don't want you to know this? The elite and the powers that be don't want you to know this because as long as they can keep us as a people sexually deviant, they know that that is one of the major disconnections between us and our God, between us and our power. And our connection between us and our power, our connection between us and our God, is a very, very threat to the powers that be. That being stated, this is Yasha Ben Israel signing out for the Terry Whitfield Yasha Ben Israel podcast show. If her body count didn't matter, 
if her body count didn't matter at all, it don't matter. If her body count doesn't matter, why do y'all get so mad? Why do y'all get so mad? If her body count does not matter, why do y'all get so disrespectful? Why do y'all get so mad? Why do she get so mad? I'm gonna tell you why. And here's your answer. To play dumb is one of the biggest manipulation tactics known to man. And I'll give you a prime example. I had racist boss that used to try to over-dominate and overstep their boundaries at work. You know, and they would do stuff like, you know, be funny and like, say if they want you to sweep something or get something up. And if you ain't doing it uh, or doing the job particularly right, what they'll do is kind of move you out the way and call themselves showing you how to do it. So I just played dumb, and this guy ended up doing my job for uh, uh, doing the great majority of my work for me because I just played dumb. See, a smart person can play dumb, but a dumb person can't play smart. The reason why they all get mad, namely her, is that she can't play dumb anymore. And you can't, and she know that you're not dumb. And being that you're not dumb, and she... It won't allow her to play dumb, and therefore she can't manipulate you, okay? She can't possibly manipulate you into believing that she can be possibly something that she never ever could be, and that is your woman. She could never, ever, ever be your woman. I say that hence wife. She could never be your woman. She could only be your turn. And this is why she gets upset when you ask her that question. When you ask her that question, it throws all of her manipulation tactics out of the window. She wants a man that can make a hoe feel like a housewife. She wants a man that can respect her for her whoredom. Respect the fact that that vagina and that oral sex that she's given you was practiced on by many, many men and it could just not have been so, so good if it wasn't so for all the practice that she had. This is what she wants you to feel. (laughs) 
she wouldn't have known how to ride the pole. Slide up and down it and twirl all around it. If it wasn't for all of the practice that she had with those other, other men. She couldn't have been that good to you sexually, brother, without all of that experience. That's how she wants you to look at it. Free. Let her be. The fact is, you can't make a whole housewife. And this is something that men have said for thousands, thousands, thousands of years. How do I know this? Because they've always said that prostitution is the oldest profession. And if prostitution is the oldest profession, then what I stated is absolutely so. You can't make a house into a housewife. You don't believe me? Read the book of Hosea. God himself told the prophet Hosea to marry a whore. That woman put that man through a living hell. And that's coming from a man who did it up under the commandments of God. God ain't commanding none of y'all to do this, this simp shit. <laughs> so what luck you think you gonna get? An 80% divorce rate? Man, stop it. These same guys that's coming to her defense is the same men that are destroying black women. Because you not gonna be the one he married. <laughs> he ain't doing nothing but just using you up and you using him up. And then y'all get finished playing around and y'all go to the next one and to the next one and to the next one hoping that you can find somebody to love you. Man, stop it. Wise man know ain't no more love left. She gave it all away. <laughs> There's nothing else left there but manipulation and usury. She gave all the love away, bro. <laughs> I love you is a lie. It gets, this is why she done played all of her youth. And waited till her older age. Now she needs somebody to care for her in them older days, buddy. Trust me. And you, the guy who she looked past, is going to be the guy to do it. The weak man. The cleanup man. It's called having no morals. It's called having no standards. It's called having no to low principles. Not much different than a motherfucking dog or a lion or a fucking goat or a monkey <laughs> or ape or gorilla or some shit or <laughs> bird, you know, some, some silly shit like that. Just not much different. Just do what the fuck you wanna do like Devin the dude. You know, and like, say what the fuck you want to say. You know, that type of thing. You dig? And then you wonder why the women wonder why they can't find no man. They wonder why they have to get so disgusted with men to where they have to turn to lesbianism. 
you know, or so turned out by man, or so outdone with or by man, that they don't want them anymore. It is the reason why women, the black woman, above all other races, has the lowest chance of getting married than any woman on the planet. It is because of her sexual freedom. You can't make a whore a housewife. It is the age old adage. <laughs> I mean, just because you was born in the last 10, 20, 30 years, 40 years, you think you can change an age-old adage, brother? You think that the fucking knowledge that you gained in the last 20, 30 fucking years supersede all of the knowledge and experience that damn near every wise man have experienced on this planet? You got to be fucking kidding me, brother. A fool rejects wisdom. He despises wisdom. He despises wisdom. A fool is not interested in wisdom. He's not interested in the truth. He's only interested at airing out his own voice. That's foolish, man. These are principles. These are maxims, brother. Recorded in the book of Proverbs, documented. I say that because not to say that this book is holy or supreme, but to say it is an old age adage. And many wise men adhere to that. Many wise men follow that. Well, the book of Proverbs is a book of wisdom. And everybody who reads it can agree that there are some very, very wise sayings in there. Wise sayings and wise maxims. Wise proverbs and riddles. And, sa and sages and sagas that go all the way back to ancient Egypt. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about old. And you think that what the fuck you learned in the last 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years supersede the wisdom of the ages? Thou fool. You can't make a whole housewife. And this is the reason why she doesn't want you to know her body count. This is why she keeps it a secret. This is why she'll tell you it's not important. This is why she'll play dumb. Because she can't possibly have you in your mind knowing that she is an all-out whore. She don't want you being able to have a decision on whether she can become a wife or not. She want to be able to decide that as if though a man ain't got a fucking choice in the goddamn matter. <laughs> like, like when she had your goddamn baby. <laughs> she leave your ass and use that baby <laughs> to control you. And anything to go on other than you 
be the sperm donor and you give me your money, you ain't got a choice in the goddamn matter. <laughs> oh, weak man thou art. She don't want you ever taking or facing her with the realities that her past has nullified her greatly from ever becoming somebody's wife. From ever becoming somebody's wife. You can't make a whore a housewife. You can't make a whore a housewife. You can't make a whore your woman. She is not your woman. She could never be your woman. She could only be your turn. That's what whores are. They are me. First, she was his turn. Then after she get done with him, then she he gonna pay her. Then she and she gonna eat and she gonna buy her some clothes. She gonna you know and she, he gonna take care of her. You know and then whatever. And then and then she gonna go to the next man. And then after that one, and she gonna go to the. That's what the whores do, dog. Chick gonna have the nerve to tell me that. Well, women don't break up because of their promiscuity. Pr- promiscuity. That ain't why they leave and go from man to man. They most of the time when relationships and marriages break up, it has something to do with finances. Well, ain't that what whores do? <laughs> they jump on a man, they bounce up on him, and they exhaust his his, pay, his fees out, and then they go over to the next one. And then they jump on him, and then they exhaust his fees out. Come on, who are you playing with? And all while she is for the money, she's collecting more penises and more penises. The fuck is you fooling out here? Stop it. If her body count doesn't matter, why do you all get mad? I'm going to tell you why you all get mad. Because, see, in Hebrew, the word man is ish. The word woman is isha. And the word for husband and man is the same word, ish. And the word for husband, a wife and woman is the same word as isha. Okay? So, in Hebrew, to say my husband or my, uh, or my wife, you would say uh, ish Ishi for a woman saying that's my man. That's my man. Mine. She belonged to me. We have vows. We're connected with the covenant. That's mine. My man. Ishi. And Ishti is my woman. That's mine. We connected by the covenant. Okay, here it goes. The reason the divorce rate is so high, it is because it goes against the woman with a high body count's nature to be with one man. 
because she belongs to every man that she been with. A lady with a high body count, it goes against her nature to be with one man. And it's simply because, again, she belongs to every man that she been with. When a man is saying my wife, you gotta understand that he's saying my woman. And in a very, very, very spiritual sense. But you gotta understand that scientists don't determine spirituality. Holy men of God, holy men of Yahweh Elohim is what determines spirituality, not scientists, and certainly not weak, heathenized, godless, simpish men. So, being that the holy man is what determines spirituality, in a spiritual sense, when a man is saying my wife, he is saying my woman. What that means is that this woman belongs solely to him. My woman, that means that this woman belongs solely to me. And I quote solely. Sexual intercourse properly done is between a man and his woman and a woman and her man only. No man in his godly mind, in his right mind, no man can truly say before Yahweh God that a woman with a high body count can ever solely be his woman. To be solely your woman means nobody else has had her, is having her, or ever will have her, or to be taken by another man. And when she does have sex with another man, then she is that man's woman for that moment. And being that it's only for that moment, it is only his turn. And that is only because sex is properly done between a man and his woman, and a woman and her man. That's properly done. And what I mean by properly done, I mean done up under the most honors, up under the most respect, up under the highest of morals, standards, and principles, up under the highest power and authority. Surely, all of the men that she's been with, her father wouldn't have authorized that. Her mother wouldn't have authorized that. That's why she keeps it a secret. That's why she keeps it private. Premarital sex, extramarital sex, postmarital sex, divorced or widowed, sex is unacceptable biblically. Marriage, union, is acceptable. Sexual intercourse done up under the laws, commandments, and statute of the Most High God, Yahweh Elohim, as 
recorded in the Zana laws, the laws of Moshe, the traditional laws of Moshe is the proper way in which sexual intercourse is done. In any other form of sexual intercourse, I am surely, surely, surely able to tell you that is a lower standard and a dropping and lowering of the morality. So we have premarital sex, extramarital sex, and postmarital sex, uh, divorced or widowed. Sex is the uh, 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 sex. These type of sexual activities is unacceptable biblically. Thus, men's numbers one to I mean uh, men's number two, excuse me, three and four, if properly done, are her ex-husband or ex men at some point she was had by another man or other men there's no true way before Yahweh Elohim that you can say a woman with a high body count is solely your woman thus she is not your woman you only had her for a time see She can never be your woman. She can only be your turn. You only have her for a time. She can never be your woman. She can only be your turn. You know if she is your woman by her body count. You know if she is wife material by her body count. This is why she don't want you to know whether she is wife material or not. She'd rather manipulate you and seduce you into believing that she is wife material. I repeat, her body count allows her to, allows you to know whether she is your woman or not, whether she is fit to be your wife or not. And she don't want you to know that she is not fit to be your woman. She don't want you to know that she's not fit to be your wife. She wants to seduce you and mislead you and to misguide you while you sleep, while you dumb, like the succubi they are. This is the very reason why women keep their body counts in their, uh, 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 their private business. Between her and those men individually. This is so she could trick a man that she is wife material and worth loving. A deception at best. No way possible can a real man trick himself that a run through woman could ever be his. She is his, she is everyone else she's been with. Because of this fact, by way of microchemerism, when at any time a man has sexual relations with a woman, he is having sex with every man she has ever slept with. This is by way of microchemerism now. You should know who you're sleeping with. The only way you could accurately know for sure who you're sleeping with when you're sleeping with her is to know her sexual past. Many 
has had so many men, they've lost track and they've lost count. When it's another man's turn, only a foolish, weakened beta male will seduce himself into believing such kind of woman could ever be his woman. His woman. His wife. She can only be your turn, buddy. Also look for how long she's been in relationships. That's a key factor too. How long that this woman is able to stay in relationships will give you a key idea of how many bodies that she has had. Because it's easier to rack up more bodies not being in a relationship. Even if she was cheating in that relationship, she is more free and more at liberty to rack up more bodies not being in a relationship. So a woman in a relationship and has been able to have long relationships, have been in long relationships, married for a long time, had a boyfriend for years and stuff like that, years and years, five years, 10 years, stuff like that. Those women tend to have lower body counts. Oh yeah, looking at how long she's been in relationships, that is another good factor. That is another way of determining uh, how many miles is on this vehicle. You don't care about how many men she been with, how big other men's penises was that been in there, or who she got the freakiest, nastiest with. That stuff you don't care about. Only thing you care about is this woman worth you investing your time, your energy, and your money in. Are you gonna have a happy and successful relationship with this woman? Is this woman a woman that I can just have a good time with for a time and enjoy my turn? Or is this woman a woman that I can really invest my heart and soul in? Because we as men, as men have to ask these questions and phantom these ideas because we love hard and we love continuously. Our love is serious. We the ones who have to work time and time and a half and double time to su su support this creature. <laughs> it was sexual deviance to have pre, extra, or post-marital sex in the scriptures and in biblical times. This is why old school men call promiscuous women whores or strumpets. And they minted the age-old adage, you can't make a whore into a housewife. Yet, foolish beta males, the beta male men, they claim that these women, these kind of women erroneously, they claim them. And every, they claim them every day and every moment. Yep, foolishly, the beta male claim this kind of woman erroneously every day every moment and every moment of the day. Then wonder why she must have a new D and then leave you or divorce you. A woman with a high body, pound, body count can't possibly belong to one man. She only belongs to all of them she had been with before you. 
So she belongs to you and everybody else that she been with before you. And it's so many of them that we call it the streets. That's why we say, uh, save her for the streets. You know, that chick is for the streets. She belonged to all of them. She belonged to all of them she been with before you. And this is the reason why they can't help themselves to commit infidelity, cheat, break up with you, and or divorce you. The Simps is mad now. The promiscuous trumpet is mad now. The whore is mad now. <laughs> They're really mad now. See, that is why. If you ask her her body count, they all will get mad at you. Peace, this is Yasha Business Real signing out for the Yasha Business Real Terry Whitfield Podcast Show. Ain't nobody putting down this knowledge like the red man. I tell y'all, people comes over here. <laughs> Guys with bigger platforms, they come over here, they steal all my content, and they blow right on up. <laughs> But somehow, I, I can't blow up. They don't give me no shout-outs, no recognition. You know, they leave me over there in the dark and play me like don't nobody listen to me. But all of the big wigs on YouTube is familiar with me. And maybe you go back and listen to them. You listen to them. You know, they be, they be, they be spitting and stealing out my content. <laughs> oh, boy. You notice Kevin Wesley came out with a microchemerism video. <laughs> Where is he getting his information from? <laughs> oh, my goodness. There ain't that many men out here talking about that. Not like how I talk about it. Everybody talk about... Things in the manosphere a little bit different. You dig? Everybody got their own spin. And when I see you spinning like me, don't give me no love, don't give me no acknowledgement. All I can say is that, man, the theft and the hate is real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I be dropping that mad content. My content is real. You know, people that steal my content be out here blowing up like crazy. I pray for the day that these algorithms kick in so that these words and these messages does not lay on deaf ears. That being stated, this is Yasha Ben Israel signing out for the Yasha Ben Israel Terry Whitfield podcast show representing the words, the power, the truth, and the strength of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of Yahuwah Elohim and his children of Israel. Shalom, shalom. That is the most purest Israelite thought. Mm -hmm.